the Raiders lose, people come into Chuck's Tavern. And so I put on Facebook that I'm working at Chuck's Tavern on certain nights. I usually work Sunday nights. They come in there <laughs> and they just give me crap about the Raiders. It's, it's insane. And they think, hi, Molly. They think that I'm, I'm the, and I don't trash talk. I don't trash talk anybody else, but they always say, how about your Raiders? I hate when people say, how about your Raiders? I said, I don't own them. You know, I don't hang out at Hooters or PF Chang's like certain owners in the National Football League. You won't mention names. <laughs> John, take it away. <laughs> All righty. Hey, folks, this is Daily Fish. I'm John Daly from Myrtle Beach. Eric Snyder is from Veg- from Las Vegas, along with John Hardison. The Hardline, the Cost of Winning podcast. He has all of our betting stuff for us. And, uh, man, we had uh, an interesting weekend. Hardline, you said it wasn't a great weekend. I thought it was a really good weekend in football because it was interesting. Was it the greatest football? No. I think you said it was sloppy. Uh, I think a lot of these teams are beginning to find themselves, and I think a lot of them are just crying their butts off. And it really wasn't great football all the time. But at the same time, too, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I still thought it was great. I thought it was really – it was fascinating to see the different results. So, Fish, I'll let you jump in there first. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with both of you. I mean, uh, we're going to get to my team in the background right here, and I have an interesting saying. But you, you just this – this, this is what you do when you have a losing team. A hard line is watching the Lions progress into a football team, but they're still losing, finding ways to lose. And the Raiders are are, are an absolute disaster right now. And when, and John, when you have when you've gone through losing seasons with the Giants, not so much the Patriots. Do you ever say this? Why can't the Patriots do this? I always go, why can't the Raiders play like this? You know, yeah. why can't the Raiders go in and blow someone out 38-14 like Jacksonville did over the Chargers? That's what I do. I agree with both of you. It was bad football. The, the, the Denver Broncos and San Francisco 49ers set football back 7,000 years last night. And <laughs> you're right. You're seeing teams start to mature. And we'll get to some of the stories. I'm very impressed with the Miami Dolphins and Mike McDaniel. That's my new favorite coach. You know, everyone had that geometry teacher that was a nerd that was cool to hang out with that board <laughs> join with and have a beer. It's my guy. Yeah. Hardline, go for it. Give give it give it, give us your nerd story of, of of yesterday's games. God, it was just so uh, <laughs> it's so sloppy. I mean, you know, Dan Orlowski's excited because he's not the only one in the f up club of running out the back of the end zone or touching it. I just saw so many people just making like horrible decisions. Uh, even like Detroit found another new way to win, a new way to lose. It's such a Detroit s fashion way to lose. Uh, and, and the you know what? I know the guy that's winning this week in, in terms of it's got to be Shad Khan because he's probably sitting there. Thank God Urban Meyer got caught on film with that young girl. Otherwise, I would have been in purgatory or hell for the last three years watching this organization go to fire. But he got the right guy. He hired Peterson and he got Peterson to, uh, to believe in Trevor Lawrence. And congratulations to Trevor Lawrence for putting on that show. I mean, what a show that he put on on the ground, on the road in, uh, in L.A. But. You know, just just a lot of sloppiness this weekend, but um, some good things to take away as well. I agree. I thought the great thing was is what what when Garoppolo stands steps out of bounds for safety has absolutely no idea, and he got saved because he threw an interception that would have been a pick six. Uh, <laughs> and then I thought the Dolphins punt w- w- went for a safety. He actually punted it off the uh, the blocker's butt. Uh, and then uh, and, and again, I know we weren't going to talk much about this, but everybody seems to be arguing with each other on the bench. And I think more so than 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 usual. But Fish, you you say that, and I agree with you. This is part of the intensity of uh, what's going on in football, and I think that's what makes it so interesting. I don't think we lost any viewers this weekend. Fish, go ahead. 
No, you won't lose any viewers. The, the, the viewers are going up, and it was amazing. Amazon, everyone was so concerned about what Amazon's rating was going to be for the first two weeks. They're averaging 15 million viewers, and they're looking for 12.5. So that's huge, you know, for, for streaming, which is the future of this league. I hope you all know, if you love your favorite football team, just an addendum to that, that Apple TV is taking over for DirecTV with the Sunday ticket in the package next season. So get ready for that new brand. And that, that, the NFL was very nervous about that daily about what the what the ratings would be so now no one's going to lose lose viewership you're just gonna i mean it's a lot of you know wait our, our drink of the week this week is going to tell you the mood of the raider fans <laughs> we'll see you later stay tuned or stay listening so I can't where believe we go? the NFL would be nervous about that. I mean, streaming is the way of the future, man. It's no going back from here. And all the, I know a lot of people that I've talked to uh, that watch it on Amazon, the Thursday Night Football, they love the statistics. I guess there's a, a portion of it where you can see statistics, everything, kind of where everybody is, and they love it. They feel like it's live Madden. I mean, the NFL finally is being more progressive, and I think it's going to be uh, something that helps them move it forward. Nobody cares about DirecTV anymore like that. They're lucky. Well, can we go to oh, the Raiders being 0-3 and, and get it out of my system? Because I was telling you guys for the show, and I get texts from people in the Raiders <laughs> saying, "Be nice." Don't you want to save that for later so that you can just grind? No, I, I want to show. I want to show you my fate. I want to show you. First of all, there's a stat out, Haley. I want to listen to this stat because we're gonna I, the the swag this week is all about stats, and this is a great swag. You figure this one out. Something momentous happened in baseball this week. I'm teasing the swag, so this is great. Cool. In since 2000, gentlemen. There's 109 teams that have started out 0-3. Only 13 have finished daily with the winning record, right? One has made the playoffs, the 2018 Houston Texans. That's where we stand. I got a couple of memes. This is my face. Look at my face. I'm not a bad-looking guy. I don't look like these two handsome guys. This guy hanging out in Liberace's fucking living room, and this guy who's, you know, could still model at 70. This is my face watching the Raiders. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> Homer. All right, that's 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 my that's my Homer Simpson. Now, when when the Raiders lose and I go to work at Chuck's Tavern, this is my this is my getup. This is what I actually go to work looking for. <laughs> I, I, I can't I can't deal with it. I mean, I, I have one thing to say about the Raiders, and you guys can chime in if you want. There's an old saying that Al Davis said that the greatness of the Raiders lies in its future. I added to that, and it's it's, it's serious. I go, I go, but it's the memories of the past that keep me sane in the present. That's yep. where I go. Yep. I mean, it's just a rough time right now. I've never. All the new coaches that came out, and you can name the guys. I, I forget all the names. I mean, we got me Daniel down in, in Miami and Peterson in Jacksonville. He talked about what a great job he's, he's going to He's doing with um, Trevor Lawrence, John Hardison. But of all the teams, all those guys that win, even Nathaniel Hackett doesn't even know how to coach. It's a, they had to hire a coach in Denver to teach him about the clock. The guy's sitting in the booth. They have a winning record. Well, who doesn't have a winning record? But, you know. Next, bring on Denver. So I guess we play Denver next week at, at, at Allegiant. So, did, you guys have any thoughts on the Raiders, or is it a wrap? Uh, you I, know, my my question is, Fish, would you rather rewatch that game, or would you rather be the the guy blocking for the punter in Miami and just get a foot up your ass real quick? <laughs> Watching the Raiders for sixty minutes this this season is like getting a foot up your ass for an entire time. You know, <laughs> if I, you know, look, I'd rather be on a massage table. Deshaun Watson, turn it off at this moment, <laughs> you know, and, and just getting it. I just, I, I can't, I can't figure it out. 40, 43 years watching this team. It's always something different with the Gruden and the Henry Ruggs thing last year. Now we got a team, you know, it's what the Raiders, John Daly, that, that really intrigues me. I saw a thing on Twitter by one of their 
writers that, that cover them. Um, I'm going to say it. Big taper for the athletic. I know the guy. He said, it looks like the Raiders aren't having fun out there. It's the first time I've seen Derek Carr not having fun. Yeah. And it looks like yeah. they're not interested. Yeah. And that really concerns Raider fans. Yeah, and I, I thought I thought for sure Josh Daniels was going to bring that. And uh, they do look a little befuddled. I mean, at the same time, too, they came back. You know, if you know Carr hadn't had that tip pass for the two points, I mean, they could have tied the game. I mean, it's not like they're – I mean, out of their three losses, it's it's a deficit of 13 points combined, right? Yeah, but you know what? If the, if, if, if you're, you got your looks from your beloved aunt. If she had balls, she'd be your uncle. I mean, Carr's <laughs> one out of ten in his last two point conversion. A two point conversion now, John. I found out last night listening to the to the part of the Denver 49er game. The two point conversion is a fifty percent. I mean, everything we're doing is seven times in the red zone. You get three field goals and I mean, I, I, I look. I don't want to bore anybody. I don't want people flipping right now. Yeah. We're not giving up. We're the Raider Nation. We never quit. We always show up to the games. We're not going to quit on our team. And it's just it's a sad state of events here in Las Vegas. But Hard line. I'm going to get tickets for going. The UNLV Rebels, and I don't want to go yeah. this with the UNLV Rebels are getting more buzz right now. Yeah. The football team. And that John Daly lived here for so 20 years. That never happened when he lived there. They've always stunk. They're getting more buzz than the Raiders right now, and that's good for the city. No, it is. You know what? I'm happy for UNLV. You know, something had to change. They finally, it looks like they got the right head coach and they're, and they're getting the right recruits in and then kind of going from there. But, you know, in regards to the Raiders, uh, I'm not going to put everything on McDaniels. I'll, I'll be the first person. I know I'll take stones for this. I'm not even going to put everything on McDaniels. It's the first season. Uh, there's going to be some growing pains. There's going to be some ups and downs. What I do know for certain is at the, after week 17, I'm probably going to be standing with McDaniels right outside the locker room, writing pink slips out for people, telling them that they're gone. First one I got is for Jonathan Abram. Second one I got is probably for Josh Jacobs. And so on and so forth that everybody that John Gruden drafted because they're all going to be gone. I can't I see that Josh, Josh Jacobs is having a terrific – Josh Jacobs is doing a great job. He's hitting the holes. He's playing hard. Jonathan Abram, five targets yesterday, and there was five completions. Can I move on to something else, guys? I want to ask – I'll go with you. you you're, you're an AFC East guy. Why does Tua get so little respect? He's 10-1 and one in his last 11 starts, and he's doing what he has to – I mean, I know the Bills outgained them by 285 yards yesterday, but he was a serviceable quarterback – when you have a defense that averages 30 turnovers, creating 30 turnovers, you're going to win. This, to me, is not a surprise story, but I think it's a fun story to watch because they're a nerdy coach and a guy that just gets zero respect. And I'll add to that, Daly. Talk about this guy, too. you got two quarterbacks. Harson, you'll love this one. Two quarterbacks that get no respect. Went to the University of Alabama. Jalen Hurts from Philadelphia. They're tearing it up. Yeah. I agree. And I, I do – I think Tua's thing is that Tua is not a big guy and he's not a big thrower. I mean, he's just somebody that uh, has to coincide with an offense, and he's doing it. He's finally got an offense that's working with him. Uh, and, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, I mean, to oh. me, I mean, one of the incredible things about him is that trade they made for A.J. Brown. I mean, that was one of the greatest trades of right. the offseason. And you see how bad the Titans are. I mean, granted, the Titans won yesterday, but they looked bad in the first two games. They desperately needed him. Uh, yeah, I think that Eagles team is a really good team. I think the Dolphins team is a oh. good team. I'm not totally crazy about their offense, but I love their defense. I think their defense is good. And they to go up to Buffalo and to shut them down up there, that's huge. So, um, 
What was your original question about that? Why two isn't why, respected? Why, 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 gets, why gets total respect? And kudos to the guy, that handsome guy in front of the Liberace piano. He said, he said on one of our previous shows, Jalen Hurts is a pro bowl. Will you be a pro bowler this year? And right now, three games into it, mm-hmm. why, he, no doubt. Yeah, I asked, why do you think he gets such little respect? Maybe it's because you think there's Josh Allen's in that division and everyone loves the guy. Yeah, and I think it's also the fact that he's he's just he's just he's not a big guy and he's not a big thrower. I mean, he's a good thrower. Uh, you know, he's not going to be he's throwing the ball fifty yards, but he's you know he he doesn't throw that much. He actually works with it. No, he, 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 you know him. what? That second game, he threw three bombs. He had two to Tyree Kill and one to Waller. He had six touchdowns in the second game. I love it. I love the story. You know that 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 whole organization with Stephen Ross and the tanking, the way he horribly treated Brian Flores. And then you know that that's a that's a storied franchise in this league. It's it's one of the iconic Miami Dolphins, Zonka and Kick, and the '72 team that went what was it? Fourth, that went undefeated. It, it's just a it's a great story in the NFL. You need more. There's a lot of class acts. Two is a class act. There's so much in the community. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm going to say this too. Hard. This is for you, Hardline. Kudos. You said this in the rehearsal. Kudos to the Hawaiian quarterbacks in the NFL. You called out Mariota as having a very good season. Or one yeah. and two. But that caught your eye. Talk about that. Yeah, no, I think looking at Atlanta, I didn't think Atlanta was as bad as uh, as a lot of people make it seem. Look, Arthur Smith is a good head coach. I think that yeah. they have to get some more pieces. It's it's a rebuild right now. I think they did the right thing from moving off from Matt Ryan. They got a younger Marcus Mariota, someone who's worked for him, worked with before when he was in Tennessee, uh, and they've got a, another guy behind him, uh, Desmond Ritter, that's ready to take up the spot. Uh, in regards to Tua, I think you know Daly said it best. He's a smaller guy. Um, I think a lot of people were waiting to see what was going to happen with the Deshaun Watson situation or where they're going to go out and get another quarterback. But the one thing I could say in regards to the Eagles, one thing in regards to Miami, uh, their defense, they put a lot of money heavily into defense and bringing in defensive players to compensate some of the issues that the offense was having. And I think that's what we're seeing this year is the majority of the teams that are really good. Uh, it's a defensive, a more of a defensive team than, than some other issues. The biggest team that I'm concerned about in the AFC East is the Bills because of all the defensive injuries they had. From Micah Hyde being out for the rest of the season to losing some of their corners, that's going to make a huge difference in how well that they go. So, uh, you know, I I think that Miami might be right now uh, in the AFC East, if I'm thinking of all the team, might be the best team in the AFC East or most complete team in AFC East right now because they have more of their players that they started off the roster with versus the Bills right now. Yeah, they're three and zero. All right, good. Hey, uh, we got some uh, international games coming up. Uh, three straight weeks in London for the NFL. Then they go later in the season to Mexico City and then to Germany. Um, Vikes against the Saints. Um, you guys gonna get up early and watch? Because for you, that's like six in the morning, isn't it? Yeah, I'll be. I'll be with. Har- I'm working, so I'll just gotta put the sound on. Harlan will be there having some uh, avocado toast and some bacon ram shrimp. <laughs> But no, I get a good crowd for that. It, it's really cool to see people rolling at six in the morning, put the sound on. It's, it's oh yeah. So I, I'll be working all the international games and I'll be watching all of them. There's a good couple right there. Green Bay plays the Giants. The best, what I'm looking forward to, guys, the most, get, John, I hope you have it down. Tampa Bay is playing in Germany. I want to see the crowd in Germany because the London crowds sell out like crazy. And you saw the great crowd between Northwestern and Nebraska and Ireland for college football. That, you know, I'm always intrigued yeah. about it because the NFL is the only one of the four major sports that's not international. It's huge here, but other than other country, it's it's it's. They don't know. Tom Brady. Tom Brady has gone to Brazil with his wife. Not the fat Tom Brady that I show every show. The good looking Tom Brady. He doesn't get recognized, and she's Brazilian. 
you know? So, so, I mean, it's great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm sorry. Go, John. Go, Hardline. I hate the international games. I hate them so much, unless it's the ones in Mexico City. Because every, because the travel schedule is so terrible. And I hope next week is at least the bye weeks for those two teams. Because as soon as they get done with that game last night, they pretty much had to go start practice, hop on a plane, and try to get over to uh, to England or Germany or wherever they are. And then they got to go through this whole process, change time zones, and get, and get back. I hate it. I think that it's poor quality. Usually the quality of the games are, sub, are subpar. Uh, which means that probably Kirk Cousins is going to have a hell of a game, and we'll see from there. But, uh, but I am not happy with these games at all. Interesting. It's uh, fascinating to see the difference. The uh, Saints are already there. The Vikings won't go till Friday. So it's kind of interesting to see how both teams are handling that. Hey, let's talk a little college football. Um, it wasn't the greatest of weeks last week, um, but to me, the game I'm looking at is NC State at Clemson. Could this be the game of the week? And the question is, will they even get to play it? Go ahead, you guys. Yeah, well, we, you know, you how, first of all, how you doing? Is it uh, is it um, Ian Hurricane Ian? Yep, is coming into you guys. I mean, every time I talk to hey, Dale on the phone in the morning, we have our coffee. It's always about hurricanes coming in his part of the world. And, <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's, you know, it's not, but it's 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 devastating. You see how it's hit, how those things have hit New Orleans in the past, and the devastation it's done. In the Gulf, you're there. You're in Carolina, so let's hope. What are you hearing? You're asking us what. What's your forecast? Well, as far as uh, I, I think, uh, it's a little too early. It's going to hit probably Wednesday. It's probably going to hit Tampa. Tampa looks mm-hmm. like it's in the direct line of it. I would say Saturday is when it's going to start really hitting the Carolina. So there's a good chance that game could be washed out. Is okay. it going to be a hurricane? Is it going to be a class? You know. Uh, you know, a two or or a three. I don't think so. It'll probably be a good tropical storm, but I, I'd be really surprised if they played it. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw that game scheduled towards the end of the season, which for NC State and Clemson, if they both were undefeated, you know, through the rest of the season, and then they had to schedule it to the end, it might not be such a bad idea. Um, but uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. What, what do you think? What do you think, Hardline? Well, real quick, Hardline, the yeah. Want to, you want to gauge the storm, look at the NFL. New England plays Tampa Bay this Sunday. So you'll see the NFL start making moves. You know, you know. I, I, I'm surprised that they're going to have this, um, especially because of everything going on. But I would think that maybe they would flex it out. Maybe because it's on a Saturday, you could get an NFL stadium to host it for that day. Um, at, you know, look, Clemson travels. Clemson travels, NC State travels. I would think that maybe you could get something, even if you had to change it. And I don't know if Dallas is at home next week as well. But maybe move it to something like Dallas, where you could get the to Jerry Land to put it up. I know the NFL does that all the time. Uh, back when they had storms down in New York, or was it? No, I'm sorry, in Minnesota when the cave, when the roof caved in for the water, they flexed it right over to Detroit, sold out the game. And it was perfectly fine with the NFL. I think that the NCAA can do something similar as well, just to push it a couple states over and make it a little bit safer for the rest of the students. Well, we'll see. Uh, we're going to figure that out. We should know in a couple of days. I think the uh, Tampa Bay game uh, with the Patriots is going to be fine uh, because they're going to get hit on probably Tuesday or Wednesday. And as long as they don't get massive damage, they're probably going to try to have that game. If there is massive damage, if, it, if it's the worst, if it's a Category 4, then you might see that game postponed as well. Yeah, so, well, we'll, we'll find out. That's, you know, it's it's the the, the good thing is that well, the only good thing I saw in college football, I want to go back to the weekend daily, it was the upset of Middle Tennessee State going down to Miami and just torching them. Yeah. That was it. Other than that, 
It was a brutal. This is my this is my face watching college football this weekend. It's it. it was boring. Blowouts everywhere. That's me. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I did. Oh, I, I placed a couple of bets, and this this handsome guy here says, "Don't don't lay the five five and a half USC over Oregon State." So what does this schmuck do? I lay the five and a half, and they went seven to fourteen. I can't catch a break. You know. It was a. Oh, uh, if it was a betting man, you you, you might have got beat on some of these games, but other than that, I thought it was a just a lackluster college football Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we got to get into the better games. I Go thought what you call it. I thought what you call it. I thought Wisconsin Ohio State was probably the worst game I saw. I expected oh. so much more out of Wisconsin. They didn't run the ball effectively. They couldn't really throw it effectively. Ohio State just imposed their will. Uh, at this point, I think it's Ohio State's Big Ten championship to run away with. Um, unless, you know, CJ Stroud gets injured, I don't see any team in the big, big 10 right now. And, and soon to be probably big 18 because they just keep recruiting more and more schools, uh, into the conference to, to beat them at all. Uh, and the one other team I was really impressed with so far, and we're not talking about them is Washington. Washington is having a hell of a season right now with the transfer from Indiana, Michael Penix Jr. Michael oh, great. Penix, I love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. They are. They're, they're ranked 18th, you mm-hmm. know, but we see. Cool. All right. Uh, do we want to jump into some memes now, Fish? Yeah. Why don't we do some memes? Uh, this, <laughs> now, actually, I found a couple of memes. I'm going to go, I'm going to, go uh, I'm going to hit baseball and football, but I want to talk about something that really happened. I want you to read this. This is for our listening audience. And I want people, this is an actual ticket, okay, from a UPS driver that left on someone's door. Read that, John. Hold on. Please trim. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Please trim your bush so I can better service you. X. No, uh, oh, uh, you know what, John? Forget it. You can please, 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 please trim your bush so I can better service your box. Yeah. <laughs> you take that the way it is. That's a real. That's a real USPS. <laughs> please trim your bush so I can better service your box. You can take that. So everyone asked me. I got a video too about this. They said, what was John Daly and Eric Snyder and Fessy Hardin? What were they like when they were kids? And I got a picture of us when we were all younger. And I got a video that he did his TV show. There's Hardline when he was a kid. Check him out. He's going to be on the <laughs> All right. Now, now, that's Hardline with the glasses. You know, that's me in the middle. And then the left is, 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 is John's alter ego named Dwayne. We did a show <laughs> called What's Happening. Check out the video. Check out the video of our opening. It's only 50 seconds. I think one of the greatest things. We made money. We financed the show. Was us. Mr. You muted her, her thing with Mabel Thomas and mom. You got to go back, folks, and go on YouTube and watch some of these shows like What's Happening, 1979. Brilliant. About three kids wow. growing up in, in the streets. And that's, you know, you see a hard line, you know, he gained a little weight, looks he's still handsome. But um, does anyone <laughs> see you in the street? You know, and, and sometimes it shucks. Did they ever call you Raj? <laughs> <laughs> No, right, they always ask- I, 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 stumped, I stumped the number 68 percenter. All right. 
this is a horrible thing that Raider fans have done. I got this from the Raiders. They have this grandma stuck in this until they win a game. I don't understand this at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's grandma stuck in a cage. I mean, honey, you might be there for a while. I don't see any toiletries or anything like that. That could could be a bad thing. She's wearing a Kansas City Chiefs shirt, though. She is. Now, John, we know the Dodgers are going to go to the playoffs. They have a chance. They've already done their best record ever. They have 106 wins, I believe, eight games ago. We'll talk about that in swag. But check out this. This is great. For our listening audience, I can only show this to you. I'm not going to keep a straight face. <laughs> See, that wasn't so bad. Now let's go get those Dodger playoff tickets. It's an older hooker. You want to see some of the girls I dated back in the 70s? This is what they morphed into. And it's a kid who can't look at her. She's a heavier set woman. Look at that G-string, though. Look familiar, Hardline? Actually, that's Hardline's mask that he wore during COVID. Now we know where it went. <laughs> she has a bed is looking away with the Dodger hat on. I mean, this is crazy. So that's my memes of the day. We might as well go in the last man standing for YouTube. Take this off. <laughs> God, the things you do for information, huh? Cool. All, All right. right. So we're going to do last man standing here. Are we going to do it when the hard line does his picks? Okay. What do you want to do? Let's talk about this now because I've done this for 26 years. Okay. Listen, guys, there's nine people out of 50 that don't have a loss. See that handsome guy, Daly, and me? We don't have a loss. There's 21 people out going into week four. This guy took a lot heavy play this week on the Chargers and the Chiefs. And if the Vikings would have lost, there would have been six people. I've never seen this in the history of doing my last man's day. I'll, I'll ask you guys this. Daily, could you imagine all the sports books in town that you only get one loss and ties are, ties are a loss? Wow. The search is down to three people out of 8,000 in wow. going into week four. So you got to be kidding. It's, it's on. Yeah, we took – oh, by the way, we took the Cincinnati Bengals. Right. Daily fish. Thanks, thanks to you guys. Um, we also said Hardline had the candidate. It's a great pick, Hardline. You can't get – you get mad at yourself. Again. It's a great pick. That was the number just... one pick on Yahoo Sports Pro Football Focus about the best probability of a win was the Kansas City Chiefs. All right? I had a feeling, man. I, I said I kept sitting there. I was like, they're going to fuck this up. I literally kept sitting there. I texted you a pick this morning, that morning, and I said – this is going to be the one that's going to kick me in the nuts. Something tells me that something's going to happen, that this is going to be the team that kicks me in the nuts. I told you I was between them and the Texans. The Texans lost too, but I was like, I think the Texans maybe pull the upset. This guy lays on freaking Matt Ryan and gets the unsportsmanlike conduct call. Got to be shitting me. That was bullshit. That was such shit. What could you say to him? You know, John, did you hear about that daily? Yep. I heard Dick, I heard what's his face. What the hell is this? Mike Ditka, who's not doing so well. So you know what? If you would have talked, if you would have heard what I said about people's mothers' vaginas, and I didn't say the word <laughs> vagina, you know, it, it was a C word. It's like see you next Tuesday. And he goes, We never got that. that we, the officials laughed. They were laughing. He goes, That was a, he bends right and go, That's a good one, Dick. They go, What could you say to a guy? Are we that, are we, are we that woke culture right now that even the officials are, are listening? Oh, you might have said something that was. Uh, you know, well, well between know. between that one and Jamal Williams getting the unsportsmanlike penalty for gyrating his hips in the in the end zone. Oh, that's us. Really? Wow. Hey, D- Daily, Daily, you're, we do have we have time for this real quick. I want to ask you this. I, I'm not for the. I I think taunting's a horrible rule. I think guys should trash talk. Jalen Ramsey's trash talk is the only time. I want your opinion on this. The only time that taunting is not good. Is when a guy's injured and a guy stands over him. I that you get that penalty right yeah. there. Other yeah. than that, let these guys talk. We did it in the streets. We had a, one of our shows we did earlier, Harlan, before you were a regular on the show. We talked about that in one of our 
in my daily fish, in my in my uh, rant I used to have called Something's Fishy, I said, let these guys talk. Let them have fun. They did it in the 70s. There's great sound bites. Yeah. What's going on in our culture right now? A guy can't lean into Matt Ryan and say, you know, basically, I effed your wife last night. I mean, come on, you know. Well, hey. I think what they're worried about is it's going to lead towards because today people aren't, un, you know, they don't have good comebacks. They're just going to come back with a kick in the balls or a punch in the face. So uh, I, I can understand why they're doing it, but I agree with you. I, I think it was great when we were when we were you younger. Really and we watched Bill Weaver come out and talk to the umpires that way. So. Oh. Yeah, we had, we we actually had a, I was gonna, we, had, we had a we had a guy Joe West on. Remember that hard line? And I had a video yeah. of Earl Weaver just going at it with Bill Halloran, talking about his mother's vagina. And I couldn't believe it's 1975. And I, I didn't get a chance to put it in there because Joe West kicked me off the show. <laughs> it, it's crazy. Hey guys, you want to see the greatest taunting ever? Go watch a movie in 1977 called Slapshot, one of the classic movies, and yep. watch Paul Newman go behind the goalie, and he's he goes watch. The number one goalie in the league, hard line, and no one can score a goal on him. And Newman goes, watch this. And he goes behind the goal and he goes, hey, Hanrahan, your wife's a dyke. He goes, like this. He goes, yeah, my wife ate out her pussy the other night. And he turns like this and they score a goal. And they win the game. I mean, it, even in the movies in the 70s. Uh, and I'm sorry I used that vernacular, but that's what he said. So we'll move on. All right. So what do you want to go? You want to go to the uh, – um... Want to go? Do you want to do schmuck of the week? Yeah, let's do schmuck of the week. We'll come back and we'll put all the hardline stuff inside the uh, in the hardline there. So let's do our well, schmuck. I love of the week. We, 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 we're now wingding TV. We're now winging it. We're on wingding TV. And we're winging the there show. There you go. There you go. All right. Hard. Hard. Daily doing it, man. Okay. Now you talked about we we had this. Uh, I have a video. You know, I, I've been. I I used to be in therapy for anger management. I'm coming clean in front of all the millions of hopefully people that are watching and listening. I still go every once in a while to get talk. It's always good to get talk things out. You know, I can't do it at the bar with Hardison. Check out this guy's reaction to the Bills, the Bills losing. <laughs> Remember that Doug Daly kind of teased it. <laughs> now, here's what people don't know is the real story. Yeah. Is it off? Yeah, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, it's still rolling, but here's the real thing. He found out he was going to go to Shucks on the night of your birthday and you weren't there working on your birthday. That's what he was upset about. He didn't care about the fact that they that the Bills lost yesterday. He was pissed because he wanted to be with Fish on his birthday. Hardline, wouldn't you say, weren't, weren't you angry when Fish wasn't there on his birthday? Oh, I was I was traumatized. I, I couldn't believe that he wasn't there. And you know what? I walked in with him. I said, hey, I got the best bartender in the world. And he said where I say he makes a hell of a Manhattan and he just blew up everything. Wrong. I was there on my birthday. My birthday was Wednesday night to Thursday. So Thursday at midnight, it was the 15th. That's his reaction because Harline's in there and he's got his cavalcade of women around him. And he, and he walked in and said, you know, where are the white women at? And they were all around Hardline. He said, hey, I'm, just, oh, I'm getting out of here. You know, I, put, I went on my computer, looked at all the hot places to hang out with fish. Hardline's got nine girls around him. And he's saying, you know what? I don't know if Clemson or North Carolina State in two weeks are going to make it right now because of the weather coming out. But, uh, like, we have one of your fried shrimp. You know, it's great. No, thank you. Thank you. All right. So that's our schmuck of the week. All right. Who's got the swag this week, Fish? I want to get the, I want to get the, uh, the icon on here because I, you know, look, we 
we get we're getting down to the to the end of the baseball season, and I guess next week we're gonna because next week when we do our show, the playoffs start the next day. So we'll give you all our predictions. Yep. Daily, Daily, you take it away with this guy just did. You say, tell say who that is and say what he just did this week, which is phenomenal. Albert Pujols hit number seven hundred. He did it twice. He hit wow. six ninety nine and seven hundred in the same game against the Dodgers. Which was which was cool because the Dodgers actually had him last year, and then he he decided to have his final year with the Cardinals. Uh, class act, um, uh, you know, it was eleven nothing game, so the Dodger fans were actually on their feet and they were applauding him. So it was a great moment for him, you know. And to be honest with you, I mean, at the beginning of the season, I don't think the three of us thought he really had a chance to get to seven hundred. But I got to tell you, in late July and August, man, he just came on so strong. So. You know, you're right. That's a great swag. It is. I mean, Hardline, do you have any memory? I mean, they talk about a guy who was classy. And I, saw, I heard him in one of his press conferences. He said, you know what? I had to pee into a cup every week because people just couldn't believe that I – because in the culture that I, that I brought up in, and every every week he goes, my pee was clear. Wait a second, my pee was clear. <laughs> and and just great in the community. And it's just, just – when he was at the Dodger – I'm a Dodger fan. It was great to have – it's a great – so how many guys you got? We got Aaron, we've got Bonds, uh, Ruth, and him. There's four guys. Yeah. That's oh, a yeah. huge club to be in. You know, absolutely. Uh, let me say it right now. Understatement. First ballot Hall of Famer. What do you think, Hardline? Oh no, there's no doubt that he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. It's uh it's amazing to see the dichotomy right now between Albert Pujols hitting 700, and we're just waiting on the edge of our seat to see uh. Aaron Judd break this record, break Roger Maris's record. You know, it, it's the old and the young coming together at, at one time. And it's, I think that's the poetic thing about baseball is that you can see someone in their forties still go out strong and you see somebody new coming on. That's so young. Uh, the memory that I have most about Albert Pujols is him beating the Tigers back in the 2006 world series. And I mean, they were just dominant. There was nothing that Detroit could do against the Cardinals that he just put on a hell of a show. Yep. I got a question. I got a question for daily. Aaron Judge bet on himself. Hardline would have bet, tell you to bet that Aaron Judge would bet on himself. I hear, I, I didn't know this, I hear that he's really enamored because he's from that area of, of going to the San Francisco Giants, which makes me sweat. Daly, do you think there's any chance the Mets are going to get in this uh, in this parade to get him? Oh, I, th- I think you're going you're to see the, uh, the Mets, the Giants, and the uh, Dodgers. Uh, go after him strong. <clears throat> I, there's even some talk the Red Sox may go after him. I don't think that's going to uh-huh. happen. But, but if I, might if that happened, if that happened, I you would curse. You would say, "Holy shish, night shish, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think, I think the Yankees are going to go all out because uh, they're going to honor him like you know, like he's Roger Maris, like he was Mickey yeah. Mantle. Um, and um, whether that's going to keep him there or not, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm not certain. I'm not convinced he wants to stay there being a Yankee. And, you know, you were talking before about, you know, the Raiders don't seem like they're having fun. I don't think the Yankees look like a team that's having fun. And I think it's a lot of their culture. Um, and I don't know that he likes Wait, That's a great statement because they're winning. The Raiders are losing and the expectations are yeah. high. Expound on that. I want to hear your. Why do you think that? Why do you think that? I think. Well, I think you know, like they can't grow their beards. They can't have long hair. uh, They've got to be regimented with so many different things. Uh, You see so many players that uh, you know. I'm drawing a blank now. There were two players that the Yankees traded. uh, Went to the Cardinals. The left-hander grew his hair long, grew a beard, and he's like seven and zero. 
uh, Montgomery. And uh, and then there was there was somebody. Oh, Gallo. Look at Gallo. I mean, Gallo was considered one of the worst players in baseball. He's with the Dodgers now. He's like a triple crown threat. And so I, I think a lot of that is and I'm going to steal this from my wife, Terry, being a Red Sox fan and watching the Yankees. She she calls the Yankees the Stepford Wives. She just says they, they don't look happy. They don't look happy. And and I, and I understand that. And I think there's some people that do want to escape from that culture. There's other people who want to be part of that tradition. I don't know where Hard judge line. is. Hard on the Stepford Wives was a great movie that came out in the late 70s starring Catherine Ross. It was about robots that were made by the, by these men. And they were just there to service their men. And they were great in bed. And um, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> no, 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 don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. I'm not, hey, I'm not going there. But if they're the Stepford wives, then they're, they're if, if the Yankees are the Stepford wives, then the wives of the Yankees are very happy. <laughs> uh, do I think that he'll go to to San Francisco? I mean, it's it's a strong chance. I mean, look, Absolutely. if he's homesick and he misses his family as much as that he does, uh, there's a chance. But I don't think that if you're the Yankees, you let that walk out. I think depending on when your last game of the season is, hopefully it's all the way, but depending on what it is, you have a contract that you pretty much have already negotiated with his, with his agent. You say, okay, look, yesterday's price is not today's price. I do know that uh, the Steinbrenners have to be kicking themselves in the back of the head for not getting this done earlier. Uh, they should have signed him earlier. They should have got all this paperwork done at the beginning of the season, long term, but this is what you get. So now he's going to be able to dictate the terms of what he wants and how he wants it. I Look, their regiment, I will give you that. The Yankees are regiment, but again, they win. And that's the biggest thing for them is, look, if it's been working and it's been producing the money that it's been producing in New York, you know, and it's a top five market, you got to kind of be kind of regiment to a certain degree on that. I do think that Aaron Boone's gone. I think maybe they go after coach. Maybe that's a little bit. Really? Um, uh, yeah, I think he's gone. I, I That slump that they had. You you can't forget that. The only thing that would save Aaron Boone at this point is if they made the World Series or won it. And, and even if they made it and didn't win it, I don't know if that even saves him. But uh, Wow. wow. That, that's bold. What's your, what's I mean, your odds on that? You had, I mean, you, 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 you got to think yeah, about this. Yeah, Fish, yeah, for what, two months straight, they lost damn near every game. Like, they lost, like, damn near two months a month straight every game. If you're the Kansas or, City Royals or if you're the OK athletics that's fine i could barely get two thousand people to the stadium but if you're but if and, you are the the new york yankees that's unacceptable to go and they gotta the face the game. houston astros even before yeah. they would get to the dodgers if the dodgers yeah. get to the world series so and that's the kryptonite all right let's do our drink of the week we got to do our drink of the week because we are going to toast who's got the swag fish who are we toasting no uh, i know the drink of the week is called the Debbie Downer. Okay, I want you guys to go into your favorite convenience store. Whether it's we out here, we have Herbs, we have Arcos, whatever you go, Seven Eleven, and go to the counter and say to the guy that's toothless behind the counter, "Give me the cheapest whiskey you got." Right? He's gonna go right for it. Trust me. I'll give you that seven bottle, seven dollar uh, bottle of daily bourbon. Pour it in this and pour some Coke in there. It's called a Debbie Downer because this is this will that that stuff. The bourbon and Coke, the Debbie Downer, will drown out the Debbie Downers you have over your football team going. This, what's going on with your football team? And and hopefully, you know, I, I say this, John, I'm going to have to do a drink for this. Hang on. Football, football is unforgiving, and that's why we're doing a drink. I talk football. I think football. You know, I'm a football junk. I talk to this guy, all you guys, every day, April, May, June, July, February, right? 
And in three weeks, your season could basically be over. It's no other sport like that. I say this to you all the time, everybody. If the if the Red Sox lose three in a row to start the season, or your Golden Knights or the or the, the Pistons lose three in a row, your season's not over. All right. Football is unforgiving, and I'm a Debbie Downer right now. I'm not fun to be around. You saw the face. I'm not putting it up there again. Right. So what, what, what do we get? Where can you, where can you drown your sorrows there? Uh, well, here we go. The Daily Fish Drink of the Week is sponsored by Shucks Tavern in Vegas. Great seafood and drinks in two locations. Head to Shucks Tavern. It's on North Durango on the northwest side of town. That's one of the places. That's where fish is overnight. All you got to do is go in there and say Daily Fish Podcast. You get a free drink. Do it the next day, a free appetizer. Again, that's Shucks Tavern. Check out Shucks Tavern on Facebook. And of course, folks, just to let you know, if you have any questions or comments, drop them in the chat box if you're watching us or listening to us live. Or if you are not, you can email us at dailyfish1 at gmail.com. Again, we're coming to you from Vegas and Myrtle Beach. We hit all the issues you're talking about, sports, entertainment, politics, everything in between. We're controversial, but informed. No woke, no extreme, no Karens, no social justice. We let the threes fly. We aim for the third deck. It's a bumpy ride but we are going to be here for you and have some fun with it as well. Now we're going to get into the hard line. Let's bring the hard line on for his different picks and uh, hard line. Let's go. Um, let's go to the NFL picks coming up this week. Um, Bears versus the Giants. Um, now Giants play tonight. So um, actually, you know what? Let me ask you this. Do you have anything on the game tonight? Let me ask you that first. Bear, I'm sorry, Giants and the Cowboys. Uh, Giants and Cowboys, you know what? It's it's a toss-up. I don't trust Cooper Rush, but I don't necessarily trust Daniel Jones either. Uh, but I take the Giants. You know what? I, I like their defense. I like the Cowboys defense as well. But I think the Giants got a little bit more in them. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Giants tonight. I think that we'll get a little bit more out of the Giants than what we thought we would, and I think that they'll end up closing. Plus, honestly, the Cowboys play really bad outside. I don't know what it is about playing in outdoor stadiums, but when they play the Eagles outside, when they play the Giants outside, they struggle. So I'll take the Giants tonight. Interesting. Okay. Um, Who ever think, Daly, that the Jags versus the Eagles would be a game they were talking about and the, now the Jags are relevant? Hardline? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this this is a, a definitely an interesting game. You got a team that's, I think, two once two and one, once three and oh. Uh, I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going with the money line on this at minus 270. The Eagles have won the last three games against the uh, against the Jags. I love what Jalen Hurts is doing right now. AJ Brown, what he's doing, um, and that I love Darius Slay um, to be a ball hawk for for Philly next week. I'm taking the Eagles. Um, you know, I, I'm going to ask you one quick question. What uh, where where is that game being played? Is it in Philly? Uh, that game, I believe it is in Philly next week. Let me double check okay. for you. All right, so that'll that'll they'll be uh, away from the uh, yeah. hurricane. It's, most in, it's in it's in Philly. Yep, it it's is in Philly. okay. In Philly next. All week. right, uh, be careful on this one, Hardline Broncos and Raiders. You know what? They got to get it right. I'm going to take the Raiders. I mean, the 49ers game was just so bad. The last three games for the Broncos have just been terrible. Uh, they squeaked out last week. The week before, they barely won. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. And, and there are two teams that are kind of similar. They're, they both have offenses that are trying to get it clicking. They both have brand new systems that they're trying to get going. But I think the Raiders at home get the win. I don't think they're going to go 0-4. They have to at least win this game. This isn't a must. They have to win this game. So whether it's Daniel Carlson on, on a walk-off kick or, or you know, Derek Carr having to dive for the end zone like John Elway looking like Willie Beeman, 
they got to find a way to win this game. <laughs> Any given Sunday. What a reference. I love it. Hey, you talked about uh, Michael. Is it Penix or Phoenix? I can't. Uh, is it Penix we talked about? The kid from Washington? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, they play UCLA. UCLA's 4-0. And Washington's the you know, same thing, 4-0. Big game. What do you like? Uh, I like Washington. I like what Washington's been able to do. I think that, you know, Penix, Penix right now is leading the NCAA in passing yards. And you don't wow. get that a lot from a guy from Washington. Uh, I, I think that it's going to be a shootout. I think that I got the over going uh, for this game at uh, minus 155. I just think that I like Washington a little bit more than I like UCLA in this team, in this, uh, in this fight. All right, Texas Tech won big against uh, Fish's alma mater last weekend. Uh, they get to go to Texas A&M. Uh, talk about Debbie Downer, huh? Oh, my God. So they go to Texas A&M. Uh, Seven-and-a-half-point favorite is Texas Tech, right? Uh, yeah, so Texas Tech is playing Kansas State. Um, I like oh, Kansas, Kansas State? State. Yeah, they play Kansas yeah. State this weekend. They play K-State this week, yeah. They, oh, they, they play, play K-State. Okay, they played Texas A&M last week. My bad. Yeah. Sorry. So, so, so a win against Texas A&M, uh, a win against against Texas. Uh, you know, I, Texas Tech is a lot better this year. I don't know if it's Patrick Mahomes coming back to give some of his juju to the school, but I, I like what they're doing right now. I, I think they're a really dynamic team. I think that they'll cover against Kansas State. Uh, they're plus money at 7.5 for some reason, but I, I like Texas Tech in this game to cover at 7.5 and minus 110. You brought up Texas for a second. I'm an alumni. Steve Sarkeesian, the head coach, never referenced the Kardashians in a press conference. Okay, you're 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 about to lose your job, and don't say you're friends with them. They can't. They probably coach better than you can. Okay, uh, <laughs> guys. Every time I think about Purdue, I think about um, Lenny Dawson, who passed away, and Drew Brees. That's that's a legacy of that school. They play Minnesota. Um, you know, so sometimes these teams, other than Ohio State, Wisconsin, Michigan, in, in the in that conference. They're intriguing. Who do you like? I, I like the over in this game. The over is 54. Uh, I like the over in this game. If I had to choose a team out of the two of them, I probably would pick Minnesota. I really like P.J. Fleck. I think he's a dynamic head coach. I think he brings a lot to the table. Um, he's not afraid to listen to his players. He's not afraid to get creative with the scheme at all. Uh, if I had to choose a team, I'd choose Minnesota, but I'm going with the over in this game at minus 105. Okay. Um, we mentioned our last man standing. Do you have yours yet? I don't think Fish and I do, but just to – Throw that out there, do you? Uh, not not yet. Looking at the schedule, if I got to pick a team, just looking, uh, I probably would pick – I picked the Packers this week. I think the Packers probably beat the True. Patriots at home, especially because Mac Jones is injured. We don't know the, yep. the severity of the injury. Uh, the air on the side of caution, I'll take the Packers. Okay. Remember, and then, we, don't, uh, we, we, don't, we don't have a loss daily, so, you know, there's, right. a, there's again, it's a tough week, week four. Uh, Buffalo, yeah. Baltimore, how do you do that? Washington, Dallas. Even Seattle, Detroit, you don't know. You know, it's it's yeah. it's crazy that all these fit. I, I would I, I would tend I would trend, believe it or not, I would trend towards a, the New York Giants beating the Bears. I've never seen this. And we'll go back to football. Justin Fields in the first three games has never gotten over eight out of ten for 110 yards in their two yeah. and one. Yeah. Two and one. It's huge. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm I'm on that game, I'll take the Bears. I'll take the Bears plus three. The Bears have won the last three against the Giants. Uh, they get a little bit extra more time to rest because you got to understand the Giants play tonight. So it cuts their week a little bit short. Uh, I'll take the Bears. I think the Bears get it done next week. I don't think it's going to be pretty, but I think they get the win. Okay, I'll, I'll bet you that game. You and I will do a gentleman's bet. If I win, you have to play that piano in your background, and you got to do it. You got to show me some good Billy Holiday. You got to do some good stuff, all right? 
I don't care what you do, Billy Joe. I don't care if you just do. Da, 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 da. And if you win, you could be a celebrity bartender at Chuck's. Okay, nice. that way I can pack the place. Watch you run around. Yeah, the thing about him, he loves the food there. He'd be eating with one hand and pouring drinks with the other. <laughs> Which means you're a 20 times better bartender than I would ever be. So, yeah, there's a, well, I'll go out. Well, Jay, tell everyone how to get a hold of us and stuff like that. With all so, the best thing, so folks, we're, we're going to need some help, obviously, uh, even though we're undefeated. We're undefeated because of you. You guys are helping us. So, all you got to do is write your suggestions for the last man standing of who you think the Daily Fish should pick. And you go to the email. Daily fish, the number one at gmail.com. Send us your picks, the most of them. We will actually go and we will pick it. We will do it as well. And uh, also just to let you know, he is John Hardison. He has the Cost of Winning uh, podcast. It's focusing on fantasy sports and also sports betting. He's on Spotify, Google, and Apple podcasts as we are as well. And um, we are now, because we've got a lot of controversy, we're going to do a lot of things. We only got about 12 minutes left on the show. Man, we've been jibber-jabbering quite a bit yeah. about football there. So, um, Fish, uh, talk about what, because um, you you had something you wanted to hit hardline and me with that we have no idea what you're going to talk about. Well, this could be serious. It's a philosophical question. I had a customer come in, about a 25-year-old kid in a tie. I just meet the guy. His name is Jeff. Good-looking kid, a beard, handsome, kind of looks like Kevin Costner. Do your hmm. do your uh, you put that in your mind. Yeah, he said to me, yeah, well, exactly. But he was a, he was a very, very eloquent kid. And he says to me, uh, we start talking half an hour. Later, he goes, Fish, that's the question. He goes, do you, and I want to ask you guys your opinion first. I'm going to make it, and then I'll go last. He goes, do you believe in the afterlife? You know? And I go, what do you mean? He goes, do you think that there's a heaven or a hell? I said, I don't want to talk religion. I don't want to do it. No, no, no. It's not religion or politics. I'm not about, you know, your path to Jesus. Do you think there's something where that you go to. So I want to hear your responses and I'll end it. Okay. Hardline, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll let you go first, Daly. Okay. So I do believe in an afterlife. I don't know what it is. Um, I read a great book that I thought confirmed things for me. It was called um, Dying to Be Me. It's by a woman by the name of Anita Morjani. Uh, she died. She had cancer. She died and she had a tough life with her mom and dad, even though she was very successful. And she went back and her dad, who had died, said to her, you have a choice. You can either go back or you can stay here and, you know, and you can go back and and and, and really take over your life. And she did. And she's still alive. She's still writing about it. And it's fabulous. It's a it's a really good book, especially great if, if you've lost some friends. We've lost some friends over the last couple of weeks or so. So it's something that's near and dear to me. I also think that religion, as much as we fight religion a lot, uh, and you know my my studying of of history, um, Western civilization wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Christianity. Now I'm not saying Christianity is is perfect all the time, but because there is an afterlife, it's allowed us to create laws that say to people, you know, you got to be a good person here if you want to get to that afterlife, and it actually has created. Um, you know, progress. It's created a lot of humanity for us here. So, so I do believe in it. Do I know what it is? Do I think it's just a, a you know, a, a state of mind? It could be. Who knows? But, um, but I do believe it, and I hope other people do believe in it as well. Hardline, go ahead. Uh, do I believe in the afterlife? Yes. Uh, do I know what it is necessarily? No. I mean, there's there's so many different interpretations of what it could be. I mean, there's still so much in this world that we just don't know. I mean, you know, we even talk about things as a horrible phrase like galaxies far away uh transmissions far away is there anything that's going to talk back to us 
there's so much of this life that we probably only know maybe this amount in this vast space of, of earth and everything that's there. Uh, I got to believe that there's something. Me personally, I got to believe that there's something. I got to believe that there's a reason why we're all here and there's something that you have to do. I mean, you know, look, if if the things that we did didn't have consequences or feelings, you wouldn't have remorse or you wouldn't have sadness for some of the things that you've done. So it's got to be a reason why, right? Like there's got to be a reason why towards the end of your life you want to atone for certain things that you've done. So I got to believe that there's something out there past this. Something's got to be better. Fish? Yeah, I I let this guy pontificate what he said to me. And he said, there's got to be a place where your energy goes, where your soul goes. It just can't be a nothingness. And I I agree with both of you. I, John has talked about that book, and I, I started reading it. Also, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross has a book. You go through that. When you die, you go through this light tunnel. And then you're met by a loved one that guides you on the path of where you're going to go. But this kid, Jeff, had an interesting – we got sick – interesting comment to me and he said fish could you imagine if there was poop there was no afterlife and there's no heaven and hell imagine how savage we are this is where this kid went he set me up the carnage that would happen john's a debbie downer in the world imagine people imagine hitler didn't have to tell for anything well it's not, i mean yeah it's not bad. imagine that people be killing each other left and right i go you really think that he goes yeah because if, if, if it just ends it's blankness nothing like true. the end of the sopranos when the screen went black and you what happened you know, and I want your takes on that. We have time to talk about that. If there was no afterlife and we figured that's it, your energy, your soul goes nowhere. It's just over, you know, then uh, a guy he's like right. Putin, he's right. I mean, I do you agree. With, yeah. Think about humans. Humans are savage and there's a lot of crime. God, 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 God forbid. What do you think about that comment this kid made? I, I think he's right. And I think there was a lot of ancient uh, cultures that also believe that. And they followed it. And they also felt that they saw a lot of different things in the physical life, you know, like the sun, like the mountains, the turning of the leaves that gave them the idea that there was a God there and that there was someone looking over us uh, and watching us and that there was something there. So I agree with them because without it, yeah, we, we would be savages. We'd be just be trying to get whatever we wanted to get. And in some respects, a little bit of our politics today is kind of like that. But uh, but yeah, I agree with exactly what he's saying. Hardline, go for it. No, I think you said everything that's right. I mean, you know, look, I think that uh, with everything that goes on, I think it would be, you know, more uh, more controversy out here. I mean, look, there's a reason why you do certain things. There's a reason why you have that feeling in the gut of your stomach that tells you probably this is a bad idea or, or you shouldn't do it. If there wasn't anything, if it was just a loss of consciousness, you know, then what are you trying to be a better person for? Like, what are you doing that all everything that you're doing for a sacrifice or anything like that, there's no point because at the end of it all, it's just nothingness. I think there has to be something. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine what would go on. I'm in the bar business. I see shit all the time, and you know, you've done and you all live our lives, and I just couldn't imagine. You think if you're in a shitty situation, okay, just shitty situation, and you have you need to put food on the table. You know, I'm gonna go kill. I'm gonna go rob this house and kill the family and take everything they have because nothing's gonna happen to me. Like what? You know, I'm not going to hell. Not have eternity in hell, because I always say to myself, I hope I did. I know you guys have. I always tell my wife when I leave this planet, have I done enough to get into heaven? You know, mm -hmm. can I see the people that I love that left us? That's what I want to believe. So I hope that's it. I hope if if I had to go to hell, it wouldn't be with having to watch the Raiders lose. Every, like imagine that eternity <laughs> watching them. Imagine hell being this. Okay. Imagine that every. Now, okay, all right, I'll, I'll give you this. I'll give you this time. 
Imagine that every single woman that you be with in hell would look like this when you watch the Raider game. That's it. That's it right there. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I want to get your perspective. I thought it was really cool for a 25-year-old kid to have yeah. that conversation. I want to, you know, chime in and let us know how you feel about that because we all three believe in the afterlife because the, the consequences of not having one is dire, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Write to us at dailyfish1 at gmail.com. Let us know. You know, it's really, I know we've got, we've only got a, a few minutes left, but it's interesting. A 25-year-old kid was is saying that because I, I think- Great conversation. I think what what's interesting is there there are things happening in the world today, you know, with Russia threatening possibility possibility of nuclear weapons, uh, you know, with climate change. I mean, we really didn't have that back, you know, in seventies, eighties, and nineties. We weren't thinking that. I mean, we kind of were told maybe it could happen. But you know, for a lot of these kids who are in their twenties now, they're looking at things and going, "Hey, wait a minute, is this thing going to be?" You know, can I, can I jump on that? My wife's a school teacher for second graders, hardline. And she has kids every day saying, my daddy said that the guy in Russia is going to drop nuclear weapons. Is that going to have that? That's the stress on an eight-year-old kid. Absolutely. You know, I, I, it's horrible. I mean, and, and, yeah. and, you know, that's a whole other subject. So, yeah. I mean, kids, I, again, imagine. Imagine a guy that diabolical and Hitler, they just die and nothing happens. And Hitler killed six million people and put millions and millions of other. You know, and and it, it's, wow. you know. Yeah. So. All right, let us let me close this off. Thanks for being with us, folks. Remember, Daily Fish is live from Vegas, Myrtle Beach, on Mondays, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. We are on Facebook at daily.fish.5, plus the Myrtle Beach Golf Channel and Myrtle Beach Grand Strand Life. Catch us on YouTube and Wingding TV. We're also on Hey Vegas TV at heyvegastv.com. You can also listen to us and you can see us. You can see our picture right there. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart. Stitcher and Amazon. You can write to us at dailyfish1 at gmail.com. Don't forget the hard line, the cost of winning podcast, which is on Spotify and Amazon as well. And um, all right, good show, man. I we we, we kind of went we kind of went many different directions there. Uh one thing before we leave. Uh let's let's do let's let's do this every week if we can. Okay. I'll I'll go first. I got the Giants tonight winning 21 to 17. Daily. Okay, uh, I have the Cowboys winning uh, 17 to 14. I'll take, I'll take the Giants win tonight. I'll go 24 21. Good. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah, that, this show really whizzed by. And uh, this is show number 70, guys. And um, good things are happening for the future for us. And, um, yep. you know, I just, I can't. Albert, Pujol, Albert Pujols in the last minute. Is everything that embodies sports that's good. Everything. The way he handles it. John, you follow baseball more religiously than we do. But as a person, he's just a great ambassador to the game. And and the way he does things outside the game with the philanthropy, family man, funny, good in the community, great leadership. If every athlete took uh, uh, tutorship or mentorship and how to play ball in any sport, then then, then sportsmanship would go up a thousand percent in all sports. Absolutely. The guy who caught his 700th home run, Pujols said, he goes, that's for the fans. I don't need it. How Really? How many, oh, wow. How many, yeah. Yeah. How, wow. Many, how many players say that? That's so that that's just reiterates. Exactly that's, 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 I, I did not know that. That's great education. See, that makes that makes me have a man crush on him more. That, that's fantastic. The, so. That makes me feel good. And then guys, I man, let's, uh, let's, let's have a better October for our football teams. 
hard line than we did December. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, all of us really, if you think about it. Yeah. yeah. Although my Giants, uh, my Giants could be three and zero tonight. So, but yeah. we'll see. Well, not, not according to you. Dave Panati, a big fan of the show. Dave Panati, there you go. There's your Debbie Downer right there. Your own guy <laughs> took this other team. But hey, you know, you're it's smart. New York Hardline thing. would tell you in 10 seconds. In 10 seconds, Hardline would tell you. You never bet with your heart, you bet with your head. Yep. Love you guys. Take care, guys.